Hello and welcome. <clears throat> Good evening. We're coming to you live from Frank Meyer Field here in beautiful San Andreas, California, where the Calaveras Redhawk varsity football team is playing host to the Ripon Christian Knights. I'm your host, Mr. Gil Valtierra, and of course right beside me, Mr. Greg Stark. Greg, how are you this evening? Blessed to be here. Absolutely. We're looking forward to uh, a, a good football game here. Ripon Christian comes in with a 1-1 one and one record, but with a prolific offense that has put up 109 points in the past two weeks. And on the other side, Calaveras has played pretty stout defense these past couple of weeks. So this game should be interesting. Right now, both teams are uh, on the field. There's about 9 minutes and 40 seconds left before the game is about to get started. Uh, there's a huge crowd here at uh, Frank Meyer Field, all looking forward to watch their uh, Calaveras Redhawk football team take on the Ripon Christian Knights. Uh, Coach uh, Ripon Christian, how are they looking? They, they, I look at their roster and I think these are some pretty big guys out there. They certainly have some standout players that we're going to be watching tonight. Uh, they're quarterback and they have an offensive lineman. They have a, they have a player on their side, uh, quarterback. Jace Bridleman, he comes in at six foot nine, 185 pounds, and there's some significant offensive linemen that our defense is going to have to overcome. They have a couple players that are 6'5", 305, and a couple other that are you know two and a half, 250 pounds each. So it looks like they're going to have their hands full tonight. Yeah, six foot nine quarterback. That this is high school, folks. We're we're, we're not talking about SEC football or anything like that. So uh, six foot nine quarterback. The, obviously, that that's one of the big reasons why they've done so well offensively. Um, the Ripon Christian Knights actually run the fly offense, which is exactly what uh, Calaveras's offense has run. So this should be interesting. And two very similar offensive teams going at it offensively, running the same style of offense. I'm sure they'll, they'll have their own um, little nuances here and there as far as what, what each other does. But it should be interesting when you see two teams trying to run the same things and how they try to execute differently. There, there certainly are some familiarities that come along with running the same offense. Uh, what what does kind of draw back from that is you know how the plays are run and how to defeat them. And they're, they're used to seeing those reads every day in practice. So it's just going to be who can execute the best, who can hold on to the ball, and who can make the plays when the when the really needed. Absolutely. Yeah, so it uh, looks like uh, in the first two games there, Ripon Christian has scored 109 points. They lost their first game two weeks ago against Central Valley Christian out of Visalia. Uh, they lost 63-41, to 41, but even in that loss, putting up 41 points is huge. Um, in the last week, uh, they won their game and won it big, 68-0 to zero against Parajo Valley, who's out of Watsonville. So like I mentioned earlier, 109 points in the past two weeks. Um, Calaveras has played good defensively. They've struggled a little bit on the offensive side. They've only put up 19 points in their first two weeks, uh, but not because of, of, of a lack of opportunities. Uh, Greg, they've been down in the red zone several times, and just unfortunately with penalties and turnovers, they, they've kind of been their Achilles heel these past couple of weeks. You're absolutely right. So they've, they've been able to move the ball, whether it be the air or on the ground. They, they have a successful plan moving forward. Unfortunately, when they get towards the red zone um, or any sustained drive, um, the wheels kind of come off and they, they kind of either lose focus or you know the defense tightens up and they're not able to, to make those final yards to get the, get the points. So we got the uh, about six minutes left uh, before kickoff here. Um, 
officials are congregating in the middle of the field. Rippin Christian has uh, went to their sidelines. Um, Calaveras is still on the field warming up, uh, running their offense. One of the things, Greg, that I noticed from we were here two weeks ago when Calaveras was playing Stone Ridge, and it was, you know, 100 degrees outside. And today, the very first day of September, I'm glad to say it's nowhere near 100 degrees tonight. Yeah, it's a very pleasant evening here tonight, and it's going to play uh, hopefully to the favor of Calaveras. They, they certainly will going to need that, uh, that cool air uh, towards the fourth quarter to, to keep their engines going. And, and it's no mystery that Rip, Rip and Christian has a really good returning football team. Last year, they went to the playoffs, and they lost to Houston in the playoff game 31-28 to by you know, a very narrow margin. And they have a lot of returning players, so they're, they have high hopes on their season, and, and I don't think anything less uh, than a victory tonight would be a letdown. Uh, Calaveras is obviously looking to spoil that, and they, they certainly can. They have the tools. Again, if they just can make a sustained drive and, and play as error-free as possible is the, the key to the game today. Absolutely. When you, when you look at the statistics and you look at paper, um, which a lot of us tend to do, the, the paper tends to tell a story that, that Calaveras is going to have their hands full tonight. Um, but being in the coaching game, as long as you and I both have, ha- have been out here, we both know that we don't really care about those things. It's how do we do this week in practice? Um, are we executing what we're trying to get done, and are we prepared to play on Friday night and to just take it each week at a time? Yeah, certainly. Looking at the paper, I mean, if you look at the stats and the numbers and the, the size and the speed, certainly Ripping Christian has an edge. You know, And you, like you said, the, the paper and the stats tell a story. Unfortunately, that's not the whole story. Or fortunately, that's not the whole, whole story. Calaveras gets to have a part and write the end of that book. And they have a say in what happens out there today. Otherwise, you know, if we just went off stats, why play the game? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Looks like we got about uh, four minutes left. The sun has just set behind these beautiful mountains here at Frank Meyer Field. Um, you can see the sunset going down. The lights on the field are on. Um, Calaveras is now leaving the field and heading toward their sideline. I'd imagine we are going to be coming up to a national anthem here momentarily. Um, we got a full house here tonight. The Calaveras crowd is fired up, and uh, the student section is, is good to go. And the Calaveras High School uh, marching band looks like they are preparing for the national anthem. While I'm on that, I was walking around campus a little bit earlier today, Greg, and I noticed uh, I'll help out uh, the, uh, the marching band here. Looks like they're having a fundraiser. Uh, September 9th um, in Valley Springs, they'll have live music performances, a spaghetti dinner by Da Vinci's, 15 different bingo games, a dessert auction, and raffle prizes. So if you're uh, interested in that, um, go online or call the high school uh, for the Calaveras High Music Program fundraiser. They do a fantastic job of getting all the kids fired up for Friday nights. I'd love to see the bands out here. To get everybody fired up for Friday nights, and it's another after-school sport that helps keep kids engaged in school. And it's shown that when kids are engaged in schools and extracurricular activities, whether it be band, you know, football, or any sports, or even the chess club, they're more likely to succeed not only in school, attend more, better grades, and they're more likely to, to move on to better things. You bet. We got captains uh, out for Calaveras. Uh, looks like uh, number 19. Looks like we have uh, number 19, Cody Ferrante, number 5, Ryan McGurdy, number 33, Caden Spur, and they just moved, so I couldn't see the last one, so just hang tight for a sec. 
So it looks like Calaveras won the toss. They've deferred to the second half, and Rippin Christian has opted to receive the ball. Adrian Urbana, sorry, Adrian Urbana is the other captain. Okay, we got everybody uh, with hats off, standing on their feet, helmets are off. Old Glory is flying, and the Calaveras band with the national anthem. folks we are all ready Friday night football here in San Andreas looks like the coaches are giving their last instructions to the the kickoff teams coach Sanchez is on the sideline making some final adjustments on the uh, equipment looks like he's taping up an ankle uh, looks like we're gonna be getting going pretty soon here once again we thank you all very much for tuning in you're listening to KBGC Radio, 96.5 FM, 1340 AM, the voice of the Motherload in your home of Motherload League football. Uh, Calaveras is going to uh, start off kicking off the football since they've deferred to the second half. They'll be at the south end of the end zone near the parking lot and, and scoreboard. So uh, we'll be watching them kick off going from our left to right. Ripping Christian looks like they've got two deep back to receive. And we're moments away from kickoff, folks. And there she goes. About a mid-range kick down to about the 20. Ripping Christian, number 10, picks it up, takes off to his right, and he's tackled right away. Gets to about the 27-yard line before he's met by the Calaveras defender. Yeah, it looks like uh, Matthew Ramos did a good job of you know, staying in his lane and, and running downfield and, and being very disciplined and not overcommit on that and made a really good tackle and gave them some difficult field position. So Ripping Christian will start first and 10 at their own uh, looks like about 29 yard line is where they spotted it so first and 10 on their own 20 yard line to start off the game they come out with a single back set quarterback under center pretty tight formation looks like uh, double tight in here lots of big bodies up on that front line they put a man in motion they hand off to that single back. He runs up to the right side of the tackle, picks up maybe four yards. It'll be second down coming up. Good defensive play there by Calaveras. Yeah, 
Yeah, he was hit almost initially as he came through the line and got a good little push and got a few yards on that. So, you know, we got to work on, you know, a little bit better penetration. Uh, but so far, first place, so good. So second and six coming up. Ripping Christian comes out this time with two wideouts, one on each side, one single back. Once again, double tight end, puts a man in motion. Hands off to that man. He runs it up to the middle, and he'll pick up a few more. Without uh, Then Calaveras stops him, but he's still short of the first down. Looks like that play was supposed to go outside, but the uh, defensive end, Ethan Porath, got upfield a little bit and cut off that lane. He was able to cut inside a little bit and gain, gain a few yards and end up uh, getting stopped by the linebacker. Very good play by Ethan to force that guy back inside and watch his teammates come and help. So we've got a third and two situation coming up. Ripping Christian on their own, uh, what is that here, 37-yard line, put a man in motion. They hand off to the running back, number 20. It's going to be close, and I think second effort will give him the first down. The defense initially had him stopped, and then that second effort by number 10 uh, from Ripping Christian. Second effort and, and some actually great blocking by Andrew Andrew M. from Ripping Christian. I'm not going to butcher that name, but he, he stayed with his guy and, and helped push that extra few yards. So a first down for Ripping Christian. They come back out. This time the quarterback is in shotgun. He's looking to throw the ball. Right up the middle and wide open is number 16. I believe the big tight end. And he was almost going to go all the way, but gets tackled at the last second inside the five-yard line. Yeah, 16's Jace Breidelman. He's that 6'9". He moved him out from quarterback to tight end. Number 16, Braden Gaddow, chased him down. I don't think he saw him coming and made a nice ankle tackle right there at the end and saved a touchdown. At 6'9", he still had to go up to catch the football. So that quarterback really put it up there where his guy was the only guy that was going to be able to get it. And that's exactly what happened. And Calaveras did a good job just by stopping the touchdown on that play. So we've got a first and goal coming up, coming on 10 minutes left here in the first quarter. Number seven, uh, Ripping Christian's quarterback. So Tamling. 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 Under center, he hands off right up the middle, number 25. He's close. Let's see what the call is. And it looks like he's going to be in for a touchdown. Yeah, Grant Snocky running back for Ripping Christian, kept his feet moving. Good things happen when you keep your feet moving. Defensive line got a little high on that, and we're allowed to be pushed back just a hair, just enough to get pushed into the uh, end zone. So Ripping Christian lining up for the point after touchdown here. Number two is the kicker. Number seven, the holder. Number two puts it up, and that kick is good. And so Ripping Christian on the opening drive lives up to all the offensive hype and marches down the field and scores a touchdown and goes up 7-0 to with 9.36 left here in the first quarter. Yeah, Dalton Reed's extra point was good, straight through the uprights. Uh, good job on his part. Having a 6-9 player out there is going to be an issue. Uh, when you could throw it in the air, ding near eight feet in the air, and only he can get it, um, that's, that's going to be something that they're going to have to take care of in, in the coming quarters. You know, one of the ways to check that is to make sure that that tight end doesn't get off the line and don't get a free release. You know, nobody, nobody travels for free, and he's got to be checked. 
at every level, whether it be the defensive line, the linebackers, the corners. They, to a certain point in the field with the, you know, the five-yard, they all have to get a check when they can, help disrupt that play. Yeah, you, you almost have to double cover a guy like that. And um, if, if, if they're going to let him run free like that, it could be a long night. So definitely need to know where 16 is lined up. So Calaveras has got his kickoff return team back and ready to receive the ball. Rip and Christian lining up the kickoff. They took that first possession, marched down the field, and scored a touchdown. They're up 7-0. Here comes the kick. A deep kick. Calaveras catches it about the 10-yard line. Takes off up the field, 15-20. Makes a nice move up past the 32-yard line. Number 11. Number 11, uh, Billy Peterson, <clears throat> he picked a line and he went for it. Put his head down and got himself all the way out to about the 32. Uh, good run. Nice run indeed by Billy. He uh, started to his left, cut back up in the middle, and got as many yards as he could. So here comes Calaveras now with their first offensive play. They're going to start their drive off right about the 32, 33-yard line of their own side here. Manzo, the quarterback, and shotgun with one single back. He's looking to throw right away, and he's got a man right up the middle. And it's going to be about a gain of eight yards on a first down. Manzo hits his hot receiver and a gain of eight, second and two coming up. Yeah, Caden Spur, 32, came right across the middle. I don't think they were expecting us to pass on that first. Usually, you know, we're a ground-and-pound team, so uh, way to take, them and take advantage of that. Second and two coming up. Manzo, the quarterback, once again in shotgun with a single back. Puts a man in motion. And we've got some uh, penalties on the ground here. And all indications looks like uh, illegal motion on uh, Calaveras. So they'll back up five. Yeah, Rip and Christian had their backers, their linebackers up in the gaps and may have caused some confusion or some uh, little anxiety to start moving a little bit too soon. Well, well, and that's exactly why that first down play worked. They brought the blitz with those inside backers. Manzo hit the hot receiver, and that's what gave them all that, that room to run. So uh, they obviously have been watching film and knowing they like to bring the backers. They're going to try to take advantage of that. Manzo now under center puts a man in motion. Hands off to his halfback. Not much there. He fights for a couple of yards. Uh, maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Third down coming up. And number 75, Carson Bunnell from Ripon was... Almost took the hand off himself. He's a, he looks like he's going to be a pretty stout player. He's, he's got some quickness at 6'5", 307. Uh, we might need to put some double teams on that or make sure we know where he's at. So it looks like about a third and seven from the Calaveras 34-yard line. Manzo, the quarterback in shotgun with a single back next to him. He's got trips down in his lower formation. He takes off towards the trip side. Got a little bit of room, breaks a tackle. Um, I think he'll be a little bit short, though, the first down. He's going to be a couple yards short. But he certainly tried his best to get that first down. And the offense doesn't look like it is going anywhere as Coach Muth was, has a, a fourth down play ready to go. Yeah, it looked like it was, it's hard to tell if it was a design run or a design pass, but uh, when, you're, when you have a great offense, you can take some liberty on defense and, and blitz at will. So fourth down, Manzo under center, puts the man in motion. Hand off to the man up the middle. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. He was tackled right away by a ripping Christian defender, and this is going to depend on the spot. It looks like it's a first down Calaveras. Move the chains. 
Nice play. They'll keep the drive going here with 7.22 left in the first quarter. First and 10 from the Calaveras from their own 42-yard line as they look to respond to that opening drive from Rippon Christian. Manzo lines up under center. He's got double slot on both sides of the formation. Puts one of them in motion. Hands off to that slot receiver. And not much there. He might have lost a yard. Yeah, he lost about two. Yeah, it looks like he's uh, those outside are crashing and the, the, the linebacker stayed home that time. So it's going to be a chess match of where we can find the, the crease or where Calaveras can find the crease to, to make, make the part of, excuse me, positive yards. So we are now looking at about a second and 13. 6.27 left in the first quarter. Calaveras from their own 39-yard line. Manzo under center. Puts a man in motion. Fake sweep. Oh, we had some confusion at the line. It, he tried to hand it to a running back that did not look like he was ready for a handoff. Therefore, the confusion. Um, no gain on the play. We're going to got third and long coming up. The down lineman for Rippon continued to, to cause havoc in the backfield. Number 77, Cody Wendrowski was in there. And Who's that big 75 as well? 75. That's that cannon, or excuse me, Carson Bennell. That's the 6'5", 307, making a presence here tonight. And, and he, he's got uh, lined up right over the center, Ethan Porath, who's going to have his hands full if he lines up there all night. So on third and long, they try running the football. Not much there, uh, probably a loss of one. And at fourth and long, I'd imagine we're going to see the punt team coming out. Yeah, it's, it, this this part of the field, it's it's not worth it to, to make make a desperate play right now. Only down by one touchdown, and better to punt it away and hope your defense to hold. You bet. The ball's on their own 35-yard line. Calaveras is lined up in a punt formation. Back deep is Manzo to kick it. He lets one go. Decent deep kick down the middle. Ripping Christian, bobbles it a little bit, regains and runs off to his left. He's got some room, and then he's hit. He's hit at right about the Calaveras 40-yard line. With that big return, there's not much of a net punt there, maybe five to six yards. Maybe. Looks so, like we had some Calaveras defenders down there, but they didn't really break down and, and contain very well, and the outside containment got blown inside. So obviously some blown coverage on that, and we'll see if they can you know, hold from here. So Rip and Christian will start the drive on the Calaveras end of the field uh, on their 41-yard uh, line, it looks like. Their quarterback in shotgun. Puts a man in motion, number 10. And he hands it to number 10, who's sweeping off to his right. He's got a block. He's got room up around the right side. One man to beat. And he beats him, and it's a touchdown ripping Christian. Yeah, that was a design sweep to the outside the whole way. Um, looks like the uh, left, uh, excuse me, left defensive end got pushed up a little field, upfield a little bit, and May have got his jersey pulled on the on the turnaround there, but needless to say, uh, touchdown ripping Christian, and, and they're kind of having their way with it right now. Yeah, he put that slot receiver in motion. He handed it to him, had a good block at the point of attack, and then the ball carrier did the rest. 
for a 41-yard run, 41-yard touchdown. Here comes the point after. It's good. And Rippin Christian with 4.42 left in the first quarter has a 14-0 lead. That that motion play, those motion plays when they put the receivers in motion and and the backs in motion that's designed for to co- to cause some confusion and when you have blocking on top of confusion that's going to bring success almost every time. Yeah, the, the 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 whole concept of the fly sweep offense is typically you're going to have two receivers lined up to the same side. And then the slot receiver, which is the receiver that's lined up closest to the quarterback, will go in motion 90-plus percent of the time. And then that quarterback will either hand off to that motion guy and run the sweep play. He'll fake to him. He's got running backs uh, behind him. And so there's some different uh, misdirection options that they have. So it could be uh, very tough on a defense trying to figure out who got the ball. Uh, Calaveras is now lined up in kickoff return. They're going to get ready for their second offensive possession. Rip and Christian ready to kick. And they squib kick it short. Calaveras grabs it and goes down right away. Smart play by the Calaveras returner recognizing to just go down with that ball. Uh, if he stays there and takes a hit, a lot of those come out as fumbles, Greg. Yeah, Ortega was very smart on that play. And now that they have, you know, he was smart, used his head, and had pretty good field position and, and not a turnover for sure. So Calaveras will start this next drive off on their own 37-yard line. First and 10 from the left hash. They're still moving from our left to right with 439 left in the first quarter, down 14-0. to Manzo gets under center with two running backs behind him. He pitches to that uh, halfback. That halfback took off to his right side on a sweet play. Breaks one tackle, but he cannot break a second tackle, but he picked up a few yards. Second down coming up. Looked like Spurt got the ball cleanly from Manzo, but he kind of wasn't sure if he was trying to switch arms or might have bobbled it a little bit, and that might have slowed his progress around the outside. Nonetheless, positive play and uh, shoulder down at the end of the run for another another few half a yard or half a yard or so. That's uh, good hard running. He did look like he hesitated. I wasn't sure if he was going to stop and, and look to throw the ball. It almost I couldn't tell if he was trying to get a better handle on it. Um, I didn't see any receiver downfield, so it's, it's kind of hard to say what, what the play was. So second down coming up. Uh, Manzo again under center with two backs behind him. He puts one of those slot receivers in motion. Fakes to him, runs it right up the middle. Ripping Christian's defense is there to make a play, but not before Calaveras picks up a couple yards. They'll have a third and six coming up. After the last couple drives, two yards, is a, that's a win. Yeah, it seemed like when Rippin Christian grabs the ball, they're looking to get down the field ASAP. So you'd like to think that Calaveras wants to hold on to this ball here for a little bit. Third and about six coming up. 3.15 left in the first quarter. Manzo under center. Puts a man in motion. Hands off to number 10. Nice run around the left side of the tackle. Should be enough for a first down. Yeah, Tyler Brim came across and got that ball cleanly and got a first down. Again, shoulder down at the end of the run. Uh, coaches are happy with that for sure. The offensive line looked like they had a, a better answer for some of those big men up front. Um, kept them at bay and actually got their blocks pretty clean. As, as big as that ripping Christian defensive line is, 
taking a look on the sidelines, they don't have a whole lot of players. So, I mean, these guys are probably going, a lot of them are going both ways. So it'll be interesting to see how this game progresses with a lot of these big guys going both ways. So first and ten, Calaveras with the ball. Manzo under center. He puts his man in motion. Hands off to a running back up the middle. And not a lot there. Probably about a loss of a yard as Rippin Christian's defense stands tough on that play. Yeah, Spur hit almost immediately again by number 75. He didn't get penetration, but he shed his block pretty well. Carson Bunnell shed his block really well, had his arms extended, and was able to make the play. So 2-14 and counting as the clock ticks down on this first quarter. Calaveras has the football on their own 46-yard line. Looking at a second and 11. Manzo, number one, the quarterback, goes under center. Puts a man in motion. Hands off to a running back. I believe that's number 32, uh, Spur. And he makes a nice run right up the middle. Probably about a gain of five. So we'll have about a third and five, third and six coming up. It looks like the lead blocker, Cody Polson, 33, lost his footing. I'm not sure if he got tangled up with some of the linemen, but he went down. If if, if being the you know the main word on that, we probably could have, Calaveras probably would have got a few more yards. You know, footing's everything. You got to stay up to make the block. Most definitely, third and six. Ethan Porath first to the ball, anchoring that offensive line at his center position. Grabs a hold of it. Manzo gets under center. Puts his man in motion. And they get Ripping Christian to jump off sides. A good strategy and good discipline by the offense to get to them jump. This should get them close to a first down. Absolutely. When the defense has their ears pinned back like that and they're blitzing continuously and they're getting success with that, they kind of get overexcited and overcommitted, and that's exactly what happened right there. Can't use that every time, but that was a good time to catch them. And catch them, they did. It'll be third down still, but it'll be third and maybe half a yard. And so uh, 58 seconds and counting. The offense uh, lines up, looking to move the chains. Manzo under center, puts a man in motion. Hands off to number 10, and he's hitting the backfield immediately. Did not even get back to the line of scrimmage. In fact, he probably lost two yards. Yeah, Carson Bunnell sitting there waiting for him again. Uh, clearly uh, was able to penetrate. That's tough when it's fourth and fourth and inches, and now we're looking at fourth and three. Um, 28 seconds left. Calaveras definitely going to go for it. They are on the Ripping Christian side of the field at the Ripping Christian 46-yard line, fourth and three and a half. And it looks like there's some confusion on the field. Uh, they're going to let the quarter run out here. Five seconds, three, two, and so that'll be the end of the first quarter, folks. 14-0, to Rippin Christian is uh, has a lead. They, they had the ball twice. They've scored twice. Calaveras and start of the second quarter will come up with an important fourth down. You're listening to KBGC Radio, 96.5 FM, 1340 AM, the voice of the mother load. Made a good point. This is an important first down, or excuse me, fourth down. Um, and it's very fortunate that they were able to run the time down to the quarter. Coaches can go out to the numbers, talk to them about it a little bit without burning a, a timeout. You never know when those timeouts are going to be useful. You can't take them to the next qu- excuse me, to the next half, but being able to have as many as you can at the, using the quarters like that's a smart, smart play by the head coach. That's, that's a very good point, Greg. And 
Maybe they should change that. Maybe, can I just invest the ones in the first <laughs> half that I didn't use? Maybe try to double them for the second half or something like that? I'm uh, Put them not, in an S&P fund or something like that? I'm or? not the investor in the booth, <laughs> but if, if you can get some type of return on that, I'm sure that'd be... All right, well, we'll have to look into that. I don't know if the CIF will go for that. But at any rate, we are back. Uh, Calaveras' offense is on the field. We're looking at fourth and three, an important fourth down. They're trying to move the chains. Manzo back to pass. He looks, he throws, and it's intercepted. Number four from Rippin Christian got in the way, and that's going to be a turnover. Amos Caddy came up. Uh, I'm not sure if Manzo saw him or not, but he was he was just floating out there in space between him and the receiver. Uh, not a bad call. I mean, you got to keep him honest and make them respect the pass play. Uh, for one of the first times in the game, the offensive line had some pretty good pass coverage. The pocket was there. He was getting pushed and collapsing a little bit, but Manzo had time to survey the field. Um, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, everything looked good. Number four, just the defender made a great play. So the Rip and Christian offense comes out on the field. They'll start this drive on their own 49-yard line. Their quarterback in uh, shotgun, and he's got a trio of receivers up in the top of uh, his left side that he's looking at. He throws immediately over there. He's got a completion to number 10, who's off to the left side. One man to beat. And that one man pushes him out of bounds. Let's see where the referees spot it. Another big play by this ripping Christian offense. He hit number 10 on the flat, and he caught it and took off. And it looks like he got knocked out of bounds uh, right about the uh, 28-yard line of Calaveras. That's Brady Grants. He's got some speed. He's one of their uh, leading scorers and leading uh, yard obtainers. He scored on that last drive on that big sweep to the right-hand side, that number 10. This time he caught the ball and took off out into the flat and almost went all the way again. Uh, so, again, first down, ripping Christian. They hand off to a running back up the middle. Calaveras' defense is there, and a big fullback, a lumbering run, and drug down a few tackles with them, a gain of about four and five. Second down coming up. Yeah, that was Trevor Vanette, Elderlin. Um, 6'2", 165, kept his legs churning and just kept those positive yards coming. Yeah, that, was, that looked like maybe a gain of one and ended up being a gain of four just from the effort. So second and four for Ripping Christian coming up. Ball's at about the Calaveras 25-yard line. Their quarterback is under center. He goes back to pass, rolls to his right. He's under pressure, releases, is complete. Complete once again to number 10 and out of bounds at about the 15-yard line. Number 10 has 168 yards on the year, 76, excuse me, 7.6 yards per play. Um, he's he's a, certainly a, a quality player, and he's having a, a wonderful night tonight. And that's just in two games. Right. So Ripping Christian with a first and 10. At the Calaveras 15-yard line, looking to add to their lead. Their quarterback under center puts the man in motion. That's number 10. He fakes to him, hands to number 20. He goes up the middle. He gets a couple before the Calaveras defense corrals him up for a gain of about three. Yes. Second down coming up. Trevor Van Elderlin came through the middle and got hit pretty hard, moved sideways about a yard and a half, and then kept going. A good balance for that, uh, getting hit that hard so early. So second and four, maybe five. 
Ball's uh, just inside the 10-yard line of Calaveras. Ripping Christian's quarterback, number seven, under center. He pitches to number 10. He's off to his right, and he gets tackled right about the five-yard line inbound, so the clock will move. Uh, looks like they're going to spot it about the six-yard line. Great hustle by Calaveras, Cody Polson linebacker making his way out there and, and making it looks like a touchdown saving tackle excellent effort so the clock is ticking 945 left in the second quarter ripping christian has the ball right about the calavera six yard line we're still at the top of the second quarter here very tight formation here by ripping christian and looks like there's some confusion, and there's going to be a timeout. Ripping Christian uh, got confused off it. That's the first time in three drives we've seen him look confused. Uh, but uh, somebody wasn't properly lined up correctly, so they call timeout. Yeah, it's better to get it right, especially when you're ahead. You don't want to give the defense any uh, any type of momentum or any type of uh, you know way to think that they're back in the game by turning it over down here or having a you know a bad play. So better to get it right. You're on the six-yard line. You're up by two touchdowns. You're going going into the half with nine minutes and 24 seconds left. Uh, they're setting the tempo of the game, and you know they're they're right now they're in charge. Yes, and on the other side now, Calaveras is looking to see if they can make some adjustments during this time off the timeout to uh, to try to make a stop here, even even a, a field goal attempt, anything to stop the the ripping Christian Knights and their offense that seems to be clicking on all cylinders. Uh, number seven, their quarterback, which is um, uh, Tamling, has been pretty efficient, making sure he finds, um, is it Grons, number 10? Number 10, the running back, or, or Beidelman, uh, the, yeah. the tight end. So they hand off here, first down. Oh, very close to the goal line. He's stopped by a Calaveras defender. He had Polson on him, and he had number 19, Cody Ferrante, on him, and he was still moving, making positive yards. It will be enough for a first down, though, so they'll move the chains. Uh, actually, don't need him anymore at this point. Um, it's first and goal from the one. Ripping Christian uh, coming out. And Calaveras looks to be in their goal line defense, ripping Christian in a very tight formation. Quarterback under center, two running backs. They put one in motion. They hand off to the back. And that's a touchdown ripping Christian, number 20. Yeah, number 20 took a shot coming across the line and did a, did a good job of holding on to the ball. The play before that, that got him their first down. As a coach, having him stick the ball out away from his body while you're happy you got the first down, that's when bad things happen. And, you know, that kind of activity, if it goes on through the, through the evening, that might, uh, that might cost them. Yeah, number 20, uh, Trevor Van Elderen, a six foot 275-pound junior. Uh, tough to bring down there right at the goal line. And uh, he scored the touchdown. Ripping Christian out for the point after. That kick is up and good. No good. It's good. What? Well, I saw two different, two different officials. Two different, uh, yeah, calls there. I think they're gonna say he he was he missed that one. 
So the, the last the last couple touchdowns, and certainly this one, Calaveras is getting some penetration on the outside. Looks like they're outside or uh, getting some, you know, Billy Peterson. Uh, last couple times he's been pretty close to blocking it, and that might have rattled the uh, or uh, broke the concentration of the kicker a little bit. On Definitely that. changed the kicker's trajectory as he misses that extra point. And so the ripping Christian Knights will then settle for six points there, and they'll go up and take the lead 20-0 to zero with 8.36 left in the second quarter. Looks like Calaveras is uh, lined up in their traditional formation, but I'm sure they had a conversation to their special teams about that pooch punt that they had last time, making sure that everybody's aware of it. and Like, yeah. or, like Ortega did, get down if you get that ball. Yeah, for the, those of you unfamiliar, the, the pooch kick is, is when a kicker purposefully kicks it really short and in an open spot, and they want that kickoff team to go fly in there and try to create a turnover, um, hoping that the, the receiving team isn't, isn't ready for that. Um, and so that's what Greg was talking about here. Ripping Christian now going from our left to right um, in the second quarter is off with their kick, and they kick it deep. It's deep to the left side. Calaveras returner picks it up. Right up the middle, makes a move to his left, and then he gets corralled just shy of the 30-yard line of uh, the Calaveras side of the field where they will start their next drive first and 10. Yeah, good blocking on that. Uh, no complaints. Rip and Christian's got a, they have some fast players, and they, they made it down there. So 8.29 left before the half. Plenty of time for Calaveras to put together an offensive drive. Let's see what they do here. Manzo's under center. Puts a man in motion. He gives the man in motion, and then it's a reverse. And Ripping Christian was not fooled. They maybe picked up a couple. They initially handed it to Caden Spur, number 32, who took off to his right, and then he handed it to another back who ultimately ran to his left. But Rippin' Christian was not fooled, and they tackle him right away. Um, maybe a loss of a yard. Yeah, at this point in the game, trying anything like that, any trick play to, to get that deception and, and, and get anything moving for you, his whole playbook is open right now. You bet. Second and 11 now. Manzo under center. Rippin' Christian still in that 3-5-3 look defense. Manzo hands off to Spur on a sweep play, and there's not much there. Um, the, the, the sweep has not been there so far tonight. Um, he, he basically loses another couple of yards on that play, so we're going to be third and 13 coming up. Yeah, linebacker Grant Snocky from uh, Rip and Christian stayed home, was very disciplined, um, kept it in front of him and made that play, and, and that, that's what kept the sweep from working on that. So third and 13. Manzo goes under center. A slot formation on the top of the formation. He puts a man in motion. It's a spur. He hands the spur. Spur stops, throws down the field, and it's intercepted. Ripping Christian intercepts it. It's number 20. He'll take off and get back to about the Calaveras 30-yard line. Number 20 from Ripping Christian. Trevor Van Eldern, he, uh, he's having a game tonight. He's, uh, he's everywhere he needs to be. That kind of shed some light on what we thought earlier when Spur was coming out. It, he may have been given the green light if he sees something to, to let it rip. Uh, two defenders down there. He had a little more sauce on it. He might have get thrown a little bit further. Um, 
again, open playbook, trying to make anything happen and, and try to keep uh, ripping Christian guessing. Unfortunately for Calaveras, the sweep uh, running back, sweep pass is intercepted. And when that happens, you give the ball right back to the ripping Christian offense, and they'll start up shop at the Calaveras 30-yard line. Their quarterback back to pass, looks to his right, and it's, oh, almost complete. It's incomplete. A good defensive play by number 22 to get his hand in there and knock it away. Yeah, number 22 coming up and getting his hand, like you said, at the last second, Ryan Clifton. Also, we had some pressure on the quarterback from Brian, excuse me, Brian, his father. <laughs> so Ethan Ethan coming in and gave a, gave the quarterback something to think about. He's bearing down on him. Uh, so no more free standing back there and, and picking him apart. He's got to have a decision to make of get hit or get rid of the ball. So Porath with the pressure and Clifton with the knockdown creates a second and ten for Rippin Christian. Their quarterback back in shotgun with the single back. He's looking to pass again. He's under pressure again. Throws up the middle. It's complete this time. But Caden Spur is right on the receiver. The moment he catches it, he makes the tackle. Fantastic defensive play by Caden Spur. It's third down coming up. Again, Brim, not again, but Brim came through the middle of the line. Probably looked like the A-gap. Made the quarterback think, do I need to throw this ball or do I need to get hit? Um, He had a little bit of both on that. 6.23 left to go. You're down by 20. Defensive play, op- op- defensive playbook also opens up. You got to make something happen, and then sending the blitzers is looks like it's doing its job right now. Definitely on this defensive drive, Calaveras has woken up. It is third and six for Ripping Christian. Quarterback goes back under center with a single back. He puts a man in motion, number ten, and about half the defensive line for Calaveras jumps off sides. Let's see what the call is. And it's offsides against Calaveras. That's going to make this third down conversion just that much more easier. It was about third and six. We're probably looking at a third and one coming up with 5.57 left here in the second quarter. Ripping Christian up 20 to zero. Yeah, Ripping taking the playbook out of what Calaveras did. Defense is teeing off, so you make them think about it just that extra half a second to give you some extra time. And there was about five guys that j- took advantage of that and jumped. So third and one. Ripping Christian at about the Calaveras 20-yard line. Puts a man in motion. That's number 10. Hands off to number 20. He'll have a first down and more. He's finally stopped at about the 15-yard line of Calaveras. First down, Ripping Christian. You know, going back to that last play, not that you want penalties, but when you have five guys all jump at the same time, that tells the coach that they're still fighting, they're still going every play 100%, which is what you want to see. No quit. No give up and playing as hard as they can every down regardless of the score. So first and 10 at the Calaveras 15-yard line. Ripping Christian looking to add to their lead. Their quarterback, number seven, back in shotgun. He's looking to throw. He's looking right. Looks up the middle. Has a man, and it's incomplete. Number five from Calaveras. Great defensive play by Ryan McCurdy. McCurdy hit him as soon as he touched that ball creating the incomplete and so we should have a second down coming up the referees have stopped play here for a moment let's see what uh what they've got i don't not see any penalties on the field no flag on the play looks like they might be talking to a couple of the players number 16 jace brodelman's been talking to a little bit by mccurdy that that was a clean good solid defensive play nothing wrong with that play you cannot beat that timing replacement he was 
It's exactly and so. Uh, it looks like it's some sort of unsportsmanlike against ripping Christian. So, uh, so you know, this this is a, the game of football, folks. Both guys are going to be going at it pretty hard, and as the game progresses. One says something, and the referee gets wind of it, and he's probably going to throw the flag, and that's probably what happened here. So Ripping Christian gets moved back. So now they're looking at second and about 20. They lost about 10 yards on that penalty. Their quarterback in shotgun puts a man in motion. That's number 10. He hands off to number 10, who cuts back up the middle, and he lost the ball. He lost the ball. Who's come up with it? Like they're still they're still undoing the pile. And it looks like Calabar's football. A great defensive play to switch the momentum. Looks like Porath came up with it. Not sure who knocked it loose, but uh, Porath came up with it. Excellent play. And just going back to the other play where they're they got an unsportsmanlike conduct call. This these are young men. They're out there learning themselves, and when they push the envelope a little bit, it's nice to do that in a semi-controlled environment where you know it, it can happen and they can learn from it. You bet. 5.08 left before the half. Calaveras now has the ball on their own 20-yard line. Manzo and shotgun. He's looking to throw the football. Looks down the middle, and it's intercepted. The receiver did not even look, and number four is going to take it back all the way for a pick-six touchdown. Ripping Christian. Yeah, the receiver never turned around on that, so there certainly was a miscommunication between the receiver and the quarterback. And to, to have an interception like that at this point in the game, you just had a fumble, you just had a turnover, you stopped Ripping, who was unstoppable just, pretty much all night, and to have this happen. Uh, just just a heartbreaker there. You, it you, absolutely Like is. you said, you finally made a stop. You made some great defensive plays, tried to turn the momentum around, and then the very first play, a pick six goes back the other way. That's how this game goes sometimes. Absolutely. So Ripping Christian goes up 26 to nothing on the pick six play with 4.58 left here in the second quarter. And as opposed to going for the PAT, they are going to opt for a two-point conversion here since they missed their last PAT to try to go up 28 to zero. Their quarterback, number seven, under center. He puts a man in motion. He's back to pass. He throws, and it's a touchdown. The conversion's good. That big tight end, number 16, was wide open in the back of the end zone for the two-point conversion. Jay Spidelman in the back of the end zone, like you said, he, he caught it about even with the bottom of the upright. That ball was thrown as high as it can go with him still to catch it inbounds. So Rippin Christian takes the lead 28-0 to with 4.58 left here in the second quarter. Calaveras gathering up getting ready for the kick return team and trying to figure out what's transpired here in these last two minutes. So other than the first couple quick scores by Rip and Christian, Calaveras has not been that bad on defense. There's been some miscues and some misplays, um, so obviously some interceptions, but they've been able to hang with them for the most part. Um, you know, after those first couple quick scores, you know, you had to wonder how's this game going to turn out, and you know, they're, they're still fighting, and they're still finding ways to, to almost get things done, so they're, they're not done yet. Absolutely. What I like about that last drive, Greg, was the hitting that was going on on the Calaveras defensive side of the ball. So you had McCurdy come in with a big hit to, to create the, uh, the incomplete pass um, against number 10, one of their main receivers. Um, you had um, the, the pass pressure against the quarterback. So you had a lot of good defensive plays that were happening, and... Uh, Rippin' Christian kicks off here. 
and out of bounds. Out of bounds. Let's see if they'll re-kick or if Calaveras will take it at the 40. But they, the momentum defensively and how they were hitting guys, and, and you can start to see the game was starting to turn around a little bit there. But then that one big pick six play happened, and we'll see if that nullifies that or if they find a way to come back. Yeah, be, being super picky and watching how the guys are doing what they're doing, they're still running to the line. They're still hustling to the ball. Uh, they're not loafing and taking any plays off. So, you know, they're, they're, they're playing whistle to whistle, and, and ripping Christian's while they're up 28-0, to zero, they're going to have to earn their points. They're, it, they're, it's not just going to be a cakewalk with one or two plays, you know, getting into the touchdown. So 4.58 left, second quarter. Ripping Christian up 28-0. to zero. Calaveras will start this drive on their own 35-yard line. Looks like we have a double slot formation on each side. Manzo with a single back and shotgun. He's looking to pass. Rolls to his right. He takes off running. And he stopped. Not much there. Right about the line of scrimmage. He maybe got one or two uh, just off this sheer size and momentum. He probably picked up a couple of yards. Uh, so second down coming up. Yeah, the... Defense again blitz, but the offensive line was able to pick up that blitz on pass protection. That was that was impressive. So second down in eight. Coming up, balls at about the 36-yard line of Calaveras. They've got 422 left before the half. I'm sure they still have timeouts left in their pocket. Let's see how they this drive goes. Manzo in shotgun once again. Puts a man in motion. He hands to that motion man who's running sweep to the left side. Makes the tackler miss, but he can't make the second guy miss. And uh, probably looking at about a loss of three, four on the play. Uh, once again, the sweeps for Calaveras uh, coming up with negative yards. Yeah, good open field tackle by Rippin Christian. Billy Peterson came around the corner, number 11. It came around the corner, and Rippin is being very disciplined right now. They don't have to take chances on the outside and make Calaveras run on the inside where their big guys are. So being ahead by so many points, being ahead, you know, 28-0, to zero, remind you guys, stay disciplined, play your game, and make them go inside where the, the big guys are. So third and 15 coming up, 329 left on the clock and counting before the half. And it looks like we got a timeout on the field. Some of the some of the crowd has questioned why we're running outside or why Calaveras is running outside so often and trying to sweep when the sweep's not there. You got to keep everybody honest. You have to be able to to make them honor the sweep and keep their outside guys outside, and you have to make them honor the inside and not cheat or or shade to where Calaveras is always running. So you know, good job sticking to the game plan. It may not be working, but you know, hopefully it'll set some stuff up in the fourth quarter, letting Ripping know that we that Calaveras isn't just going to abandon the sweep and they still have to keep their guys out. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't abandon plays of, of, of you know, you are who you are, you run what you run, and, um, you know, it's not always going to work perfect every time, and like you said, sometimes you're setting up other plays off of that, so we'll, we'll see what happens uh, in the upcoming plays. Um, at 327 left before halftime, Ripping Christian has a lead 28-0. to Calaveras now coming off their sideline. Uh, ball is at about the 31-yard line of Calaveras. So they got a long way to go here with 327 if they're going to try to get any points before halftime. Manzo looks like he'll go under center. 
He hands off up the left tackle. Oh, and it's a fumble. Number 19 had grabbed it and had it stripped, and luckily Calaveras, uh, another Calaveras player, picked it up to recover it. But we got a fourth down coming up. Great heads-up play by Ryan Clifton. He was uh, head on a swivel, saw the ball, jumped on it, didn't try to pick it up and run, um, made the right decision. So fourth down and nine, 306 left and counting. Calaveras is lined up in a punt formation. Manzo, the kicker, deep. Clock's ticking down. And it, oh. Short kick. Very short kick. It looked like off the side of his foot. Ripping Christian saying, get away. It looked like Manzo there was trying to run off as much clock as he possibly could before getting a penalty, which is why there was a delay there. Um, he, he didn't want to give as much, any time at all, to the Ripping Christian Knights coming out here. At this point in the game, you want to minimize the, the damage that's being done. Go back to the locker room, hopefully make some adjustments. While that was a short punt, you had a long, you had a pretty long bounce. Not bad. Uh, could have been a little bit further, but you just want to get into the locker room and and uh, get repositioned for the second half. So 2.30 left before the half. Ripping Christian has the football. They're in control, 28-0. to zero. Ball on their own 36-yard line. Their quarterback, number seven, is in shotgun. He puts 10 in motion. He hands off to 10, who sweeps left, breaks a tackle. He's got the sideline, and number five, finally, from Calaveras, defensive backfield, brings him down. Saving touchdown tackle by Ryan McCurdy. Uh, the sideline was his friend on that. He, uh, he had the sideline himself and, and made a good tackle on that. Very good tackle, but not before number 10 rips off 20 yards on that left sweep. Uh, that, that Brady Grons is having a good night. He's, he's making some good yards, and he gets, he gets north and south quick and puts on the afterburners. So the ball at the Calaveras 44-yard line, 205 left and counting, ripping Christian first and 10. Their quarterback under center. He pitches it to number 20 to the left. He takes off, and he'll pick up seven or eight yards. Yeah, Trevor, Trevor Van Elderlin, um, again, they're, they're, they found what's working right now. They're, they're managing the clock well. They're, they're pushing down the field and not taking any chances. 141 left and counting. He picked up about eight yards on first down there, so we're looking at about a second and two coming up. Ripping Christian under center. They hand off to number 20. He once again goes off the left side, and he's tackled, but not before he gets a first down. It'll be first and 10 coming up at about the 29-yard line of Calaveras with a minute and 14 left in the second quarter. So they're chewing up the clock, getting chunks of yards at a time with very, uh, very low-risk plays. Not putting the ball up. For Rippy anything. Christian is hurrying up to the line of scrimmage here. Uh, Calaveras has got to hurry up, get out of that huddle, get lined up. They do. Ripping Christian now in shotgun. And the quarterback's looking to pass. He throws to his right. He's looking to throw deep. And he's got a man. Number 10 
and he will have his knee down at about the eight-yard line. He had to come back for the football because the ball was severely underthrown, but he came back, was able to catch it. But in high school football, even if nobody touched you, if your knee's down, you're down. But it is a completion. Yeah, nice throw. Unfortunately, it looks like Ryan Clifton might have lost the ball in the air and misguided the, or misjudged the play. 48 seconds left, ripping Christian in a hurry up. Man in motion. They give the number 10 around the left side. He cuts back up in the middle. He's tackled right away. It's going to be second down. And ripping Christian calls a timeout right away. And I was just thinking, Greg, at what point does Rip and Christian say we're good with this lead, or at what point do they go into a hurry up to try to build on the lead? And they just answered that question, didn't they? Absolutely. And right now, it's, it's Rippin's que- Rippin Christian's story to tell. Do they want to put a, you know, put some more yards on the on the board on the on the stats? Do they want to get another touchdown? You know, how do they want to play this? So situation: thirty-eight seconds left in the second quarter. Ripping Christian up 28-0, but they have the ball in the Calaveras five-yard line looking to add to their lead. You're going to have to account for where Jace Beidelman is. Um, if I was a betting man, I'd say there's going to be some type of uh, cross pass or some type of pass with the tight end, uh, maybe a fade. Um, takes a little bit of time off the clock. And with, with his height at this point in the game, all you need is seven, seven, seven yards for a touchdown. It, it's when they're not running to number 10 or number 20, they're throwing it to that big tight end, aren't they? Absolutely. So here we go. Uh, second and goal from the Calaveras five-yard line. 38 seconds left before and a half. Ripping Christian gets to the line of scrimmage. Quarterback goes under center. And he pitches it off to number 25, who runs off to his left side and gets to the edge. And it's a touchdown, ripping Christian, number 25. Looks like Billy Peterson, number 11, took just a little bit of a hair of an angle too, too sharp. And they were able to get the edge on that and, and score. So number 25 from ripping Christian. Grant Snonk. Zonka? He looked like a Zonka he, around. He, he's running like a Zonka <laughs> he, he right now. He ran like a Zonka around that left edge, so uh, that might be his nickname there. That was a good run around the left edge for that young man, number 25. Touchdown, Rippin' Christian. Here comes the PAT after. It's up, and it's good. And Rippin' Christian has the lead, 35-0, to with 32 seconds left here in the second quarter. And the Calaveras uh, Redhawks are... Uh, are, are, are concerned right, now, right about now. They have uh, some severe uh, adjustments to do uh, during halftime. And Grant, I uh, apologize for not saying your name correctly. I'm sure it's not Zonka, but uh, if you're a fan of football history, you, I hope you know it's meant as a compliment. Absolutely. Absolutely. So 32 seconds left before the half. Ripping Christian coming out to kick. They're lined up and ready to go. Calaveras is returned. They've got two guys deep, ready to go. Um, probably a good chance we're going to see another one of those squib kicks here. You'd hate to just see a big run back and give momentum back to Calaveras right before the half. So Rippin might might be one of these just kick it down slow in the middle somewhere. 
And that's exactly what they do. They squib kick it. A Calaveras receiver grabs it and is immediately down at the 35-yard line. No chance of any kind of return. 30 seconds left before the half. Calaveras' offense will get uh, one more shot before halftime. You know, that's good, solid coaching and decision-making right there. You're still up. You know, you're up 35-0. to zero. You're going into halftime with a major lead, ha- major lead having your way, but you still want to make sure that you're making sound coaching decisions because you're setting yourself up for, for future practice and future habits down the road for other teams. So first and ten. Balls at about their own 34-yard line. Panzo goes under center. Makes the handoff. Nice run around the left-hand side by number 19 for Calaveras. One of the best runs of the night. Cody Ferrante. Off-tackle move right there, and it was a pretty good positive yards. A 10-yard run to left uh, off-tackle on the left side. Uh, so on first and 10, he gets 10. We got first and 10 again. 15 seconds, and the clock is ticking. Calaveras once again down on the line of scrimmage. They hand off again. Looks like the same play, and it looks like the same result and more. This time he rips off about 18 yards. 18 caught from behind by ripping Christian, Josh Miller, Cody Ferrante. Same play, not broke, don't fix it, and you're getting some positive yards going down the field. Ripping's understanding that uh, Calaveras is here from quarter to quarter and half to half. Calaveras calls a timeout with two seconds left. They had two very long successful runs on the same play. And Coach Moses says, timeout, what can we do here with two seconds left to try to make something happen? He's got his offense on the field, and he's drawing something up. Two seconds left. You're down by 35. Again, playbook's open for offense, and the playbook's open for defense. There's really not a lot of damage that can be done, even if you know Calaveras gets the extra two points, um, 8 to 35. Pretty much even... You know, good bet that there's going to be some pressure brought because you don't want to have, uh, Rippon doesn't want to have Calaveras going to halftime with any type of score on the board. Yeah, but besides the score, just, just the, the emotion and the momentum on something like that. And remember, Calaveras deferred, so they'll get the ball in the second half. Manzo's in shotgun. Should be the play, last play of the half. He's back to pass. Rolls to his right. Throws deep. And the free safety for Rippy Christian knocks it down. That'll end the half. It is 35-0, Rippin' Christian, as they come into Frank Meyer Field here in San Andreas. And have got San Andreas on their heels here. 35-0, Rippin' Christian. So certainly not the start that the coaches or the players wanted, um, but certainly not a complete blowout. They, they were... Calaveras had some, again, they're putting things together, just not consecutively. They're making some yards, just not consecutively. They're making some minor mistakes. Um, the initial blocking of the offensive line, you know, dealing with some of those large and agile, you know, linemen, you don't see many of those, you know, up in the foothills that they can move like that, and it's hard to practice against that. You know, it's hard to practice against speed and then have, have them play during the game. And, and against that speed, and it's, you know, it looks like towards the end they're making some adjustments, whether it be double teaming or just using better technique to overcome that, that power and that speed. So so up 35, we got about 11 minutes before uh, the third quarter will come out, and uh, it hasn't been that long 
Greg, since I've been out in the field, but I'm pretty sure it's still CIF rules that in, if they start the fourth quarter off by down by more than 35, they'll go to a running clock, and then that clock will start to spin off pretty darn fast. Yeah, the, the second half, if the st- score remains the same, like you said, 35 ahead, it'll be much faster, um, and it'll go by much quicker. Looks like the cheerleaders are taking the field. They're doing their traditional meeting the other cheerleaders at the, the middle. The visiting team cheerleaders will go first while uh, the home cheerleaders go to the other side. And one of the things we wanted to point out, you know, we had the cheerleaders on the field, the band's playing, the kids are, the, the football players are playing, the, the, the FFA has their booth here. And just to touch on what we talked about earlier, you know, kids that are involved in sports or any curricular activity, you know, Minnesota State did a, Minnesota State School League did a, a study and they show that the average GPA of a school athlete or a student involved in a, after athletic sports or after athletic activities was 2.84%, while a student not involved in athletics had a GPA of 2.68. While that's a small number, it still shows that students engaged in school activities have more pride in their GPA. One, you need 2.0 to play, and two, you got to be in class to go to, to go to the games. And part of that survey also showed that non-athletic or non-counterparts uh, had 7.4 days missed as opposed to 8.8 days missed, respectively. So, again, that shows that the more a student is involved or the more they can be involved in extracurricular activities, the more likely uh, they'll succeed. And those job skills of showing up every day and doing what you're supposed to do and putting in the work at school and putting in the work after school, that's going to carry on, you know, what you learn here to, you know, the, the employment world. You know, employers look at, is this guy or gal going to show up every day? Are they going to be on time? Are they going to do what they're asked? Um, even when it's not going your way and you're down 35 to 0, uh, you know, the sales aren't looking very well. Are they going to give up and roll over? And, and, you know, these type of, they're transferable to the real world in addition to the academic that they learn. Absolutely. I, I remember when I was a player back in school and, you know, sometimes it was, hey, you know, I got to do better on this test. I got, I can't miss school because I can't miss that game on Friday night. And although initially it may seem like you're doing things for the wrong reason, lo and behold, you find yourself liking education. You get educated and you just go, hey, this isn't too bad. I'm glad I did this. Absolutely. And if you keep your grades up, you know, uh, students from Calaveras go all around the nation and they get scholarships, whether athletic scholarships, band scholarships, or academic scholarships to higher learning. With those higher learning degrees, they're going to get, you know, higher paying jobs, you know, later on in life. So also, uh, let's let's take a look around the league here in the Motherload League. I know we had a couple of games. Um, it looks like Amador over in Sutter Creek is up uh, ten to seven over Union Mine. Um, that's according to Max Preps. We're looking up right now. It looks like Somerville has the lead, uh, thirty-five to seven over Waterford, and, and that's also listed as being in the second quarter. So a couple of games. Um, around the league that are happening. We also know that um, Argonaut is playing Livingston, but I do not have an update yet on that. As soon as I have that, we'll definitely let you know. Um, here at Frank Meyer Field in San Andreas, the cheerleaders um, are doing their performances. One of the things I noticed, Greg, are these signs that are the businesses of the community um, that they put up here in San Andreas. And I wanted to bring this up real quick because come next year, um, KVGC, we want to be doing more of these games for Calaveras football. And so yours truly, Gil Valtierra, will be out there talking to some of you business leaders because we're going to want to mention you on KVGC during these games. Um, 
and I'll, and I'll do a little bit of that right now as far as some of these signs that are out here. I could see uh, the Paver Company, proud sponsor of Calaveras Football, um, Farmers Insurance, uh, Witt Insurance Agency, um, Duhamel uh, Family Dentistry supports Calaveras Football there. The Grocery Outlet in Valley Springs, we can see their sign. Uh, Gerard Insurance Services right here in San Andreas. They've been here a long time. Uh, Valley Springs Signs and Tees. Uh, the Calaveras County Deputy Sheriff's Association that we always know is, is a part of the community. We thank them very much. Um, Brugers, folks, it says it all. For the best brews and the best burgers, you go to Brugers over in Valley Springs and Highway 26. And uh, Brian Porath, the owner, I'll, that one's on the house, buddy. But come <laughs> ne- come next year, we'll talk. But uh, uh, so <laughs> so some nice things going on here. Uh, Gaspers Electric, um, Fist Demolition. Senders Market, MRM Stone, which is a business that our head coach, Coach Mosa, has. Um, looking down over there, even the Marval uh, Grocery Store. So Calaveras Football obviously thanks all these businesses for supporting them. And um, I'll, be, I'll be knocking on your doors this coming summer so we can get you on board for next year's KVGC radio list, and we can get that going for you. And it's nice to see that a lot of these – supporters of Calaveras sports in general and Calaveras High School are all local local businesses, locally owned, locally ran. Um, a lot of our student athletes and, and academics work there. Uh, and it's, it just shows the, the community support that there is for this football team and this and this school in general. You know, them spending their money where they can on advertising, uh, they could have gone anywhere. They came here to the high school to, to give back to the high school. Um, I know a lot of their, their sons and daughters attend here, um, and it's just a, a way to give back to the community. You know, the coaches are out there. They're, they're, they're volunteers. You know, they're, they're getting, you know, paid 100% volunteer wages, which is you know, <laughs> a lot of zeros but nothing in front of them. Uh, so it, it's, it's... But they a, get all that. It's tax-free. It's all tax-free. <laughs> it's tax shelter. But it shows how the community is engaged. Like, you know, a couple of the coaches are... are, are played here the Sewell brothers played here uh they they work locally uh and they're still donating their time to a, a, a sport and a school that you know gave them those life those life skills that we talked about that allowed them to be successful in their careers so it's more than a game it's, it's more than football it's more than numbers and yards and and, and points and and how many seconds are left you know it's a it's a, a way of life for the the community up here Absolutely. So looking at Max Preps, it looks like uh, Rip and Christian, um, after tonight, their next game would be on the 15th, so it looks like they'll have a week off. But then they'll have to go to Denaire, uh to play them in the week after that, or Astimba, where um, Calaveras, after this week, will head down to uh, just, just, just the neighbor of Rip and Christian here, but uh, Rippin High School, um, I believe, is the... Um, the next game for Calaveras. Yeah, so, so out yeah. of the out of the frying pan and into the fryer. Ripping is uh mm. Ripping Ripping Christian is no slouch. Yeah, so they'll play they'll play at Ripping next week on September eighth. Um, there at seven thirty PM. Um, just off the highway ninety nine, that football field right there. I've been there so many times. Um, and then after that on the September fifteenth they will play. This is a game that just got picked up. It is on Max Preps in case uh, you want to look it up. Uh, get to maxpreps.com, um, print out the Calaveras uh, football, varsity football schedule, and you'll see they'll play Big Valley Christian that's out of Modesto there on the September 15th. 
And then in three weeks on September 22nd, Greg and myself will be back here at Frank Meyer Field in San Andreas where they will play Galt uh, out of Galt, California. So Ripon, Big Valley, and Galt coming up um, for Calamares. And then those three games will end the non-conference part of their schedule, at which point they'll move into Motherload League play and play Somerville, Amador, Sonora, and then finish the season at Argonaut. Normally it'd be against Bret Hart, but Bret Hart is not fielding a varsity team this year, so they'll finish it off against Argonaut, which should be a fun game, knowing how close we are with Coach Hickman, who's the coach over there now. Uh, so that'll be a real fun game to watch. Um, halftime is almost over. We've got about uh, two and a half minutes left. The band is performing for the student body. The fans have pretty much uh, stood here. They're looking at, the, you know, I, I think they want to make sure if, if they're still tri-tip sandwiches, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, it looks like they're uh, taking the halftime and enjoying their ha- their tri-tip sandwiches from the, the FFA and the, looks like a hearty number of baked potatoes out there being consumed and, you know, I'm not going to lie, a little jealous right now. you got to love the fall weather and the fall food starts to come out with it. So Rippin', Rippin' Christian coming back to the field, and so is Calaveras. they got a pretty good trot coming out, heads held high, and they're ready to take on the, the second second half in about a minute and 45 seconds. Thank you for tuning in again. You're listening to KBGC Radio, 96.5 FM, 1340 AM, the voice of the motherload. Got about a minute and a half. Both teams have taken the field again, getting stretched out and getting ready to start the second half. If you're a Calaveras Redhawk fan, you are certainly hoping that you see something different in the second half than you did in the first half. And if you're a Ripping Christian fan, you want things the status quo. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, some coaches may take their foot off the accelerator pedal and, and bad things happen. If, you, if you're clicking and, and your team's going full speed, um, while you don't want to run the score up, you certainly don't want to ask them to, to take a playoff or go half speed. A lot of times that's when, when uh, injuries happen. So it's going to be interesting to see how Rip and Christian comes out. Are they going to move people for, for different positions? Are they going to you know, maybe have their second-string quarterback get him some reps? Uh, it's a good time to, to make any adjustments really you want uh, in case there's an injury down the, down the line where that second or the third-string uh, position player will have that experience. You know, and, and like we talked about earlier, that game-time speed that you, can't, you cannot replicate in practice. Very difficult to do, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the things just from a coaching perspective is they run similar offenses, and Calaveras has not been able to get a sweep off no matter which side of the field they're on. They couldn't really get sweep going. And Ripping Christian has been going for sweep and, and tearing off yardage. And I'd be interested in really looking at that film and seeing what's the difference between what's going on with their sweep plays. Well, it looks like Ripping Christian is really setting up Calaveras to run to the outside. When you have two significantly strong big players that are not getting moved off the line and getting penetration and making plays in the middle, you can take the liberty and cheat or move your guys to the outside and not give them as much assistance. You can't double-team everybody. You can't triple-team everybody. So having the ability to make double-teams happen on the inside frees up their perimeter players to make those plays and be in the position and know that they don't have to you know, shy onto the inside or shade inside to give their inside run support support and make the tackle they can play their position with confidence and not have to you know and and be disciplined and not have to play two positions at once and and be you know multi-minded very good points so um 
couple minutes left. It looks like they've added a couple more minutes just to ensure these players have ample time to stretch out and that there aren't any pulled muscles and those types of things. As the temperature drops and the weather changes, um, it could be real easy to start to cramp up and get pulled muscles. And the last thing any of these guys want to do is, is end up injured and missing any time. Football season comes and goes quick, so you don't want to spend any of your time uh, being injured. Just as much as you don't want cramps when it's hot and there's, there's, there's heat-related issues that you have to watch out for when it's hot, you know, just like you said on the other side, when, you, when you're warmed up and you're playing and then you come to a screeching halt and you're sitting in the, the locker room looking at X's and O's and listening to the adjustments that you're going to make, and then you've got to rewarm your body up and stretch out all over again. You know, those muscles get tight. Uh, those muscles, the ligaments kind of, you know, you need to start all over again and do a complete new warm-up. And then towards the end of the year when it's, you know, cold, everything hurts just a little bit more when it's cold. <laughs> All right, so both teams are at the 50-yard line. The scoreboard shows one minute left. So there, there's, there's thinking in the minds of the coaches right now, there's not a whole lot of adjustments you're going you're gonna to want to make on offense. You know, you're still going to want to stick to the game plan. You're still going to want to run inside and outside. Um, some might think that you'd be a little more loose with the game plan and and go for the Hail Marys consecutively and and you know try to make up those yards right now it's all about what can we do what can we do well and even if it's five or six plays we're going to run the heck out of those five or six plays and stick to what's working um, rather than you know panic uh, make the score worse by you know making poor decisions on fourth down and long so you still have to coach responsibly because again you're setting yourself up for habits that'll happen later on and you still want the kids to learn, you know, if there's a play we're doing right, let's keep on that and get that muscle memory built up and, you know, and have little victories, if, you know, if not the score victory, you know, little victories that when you watch film on Monday that you can bring up to help keep their morale up and help keep their spirits up. Absolutely. Well said. Couldn't agree more. And here we go. Calaveras has taken the field. As I mentioned earlier, at the beginning of the game, they had uh, won the toss and deferred for the second half, so they will get the ball here to start the second half. And like Greg mentioned, even though they're down 35-0, to zero, um, I, I doubt we're going to see all of a sudden five wide receivers, empty sets, and let's you know, be a team that we're not really going to be. I think they're going to look to execute their offense and, and try to find uh, some things that they are doing well, like you mentioned, Greg. In times of need, you go with what you know. There you go. Ripping Christian has taken the field. Calaveras is ready to receive it. They have two deep. Ripping is lined up. And we are moments away from the second half kickoff here at Calaveras High School. And the kick is away. Deep kick to the left side of the field. Calaveras picks it up at about the 15. Gets a block, heads up to the right. He's got another block. Makes a man miss and is finally brought down at about the 35-yard line. Very disciplined running. You would think that as soon as you catch the ball, you want to just bolt forward as fast as you can. You know, very, very disciplined to let your blockers get in front of you, set up their blocks, and, and by that decision, uh, number 19, Cody Ferrante, actually made some pretty good yards on that by, by being patient. Definitely a good run back. 
Calaveras will start off at right about their own 34-yard line. First and 10. Manzo gets the call from Coach Mosa. Looks like the defense personnel is about the same that uh, Rip and Christian had in the first half. I don't see many changes there. And here we go. Calaveras will start their uh, first, second-half drive. Manzo under center. And he hands off to his running back right up the middle. And a good run by number 32, Caden Spur. Looked like he was stopped for only a gain or one or two, but he kept going. It's a gain of six, maybe seven. Looks like David Brookshire, as soon as uh, Spur got stopped, he uh, helped clean up that pile and push it forward just a little bit, and that gave Spur the, the, just the crease to, to go forward for another couple more yards. Great teamwork. So second and four coming up. Ball's at about the 41-yard line of Calaveras. 11-21 left here in the third. Manzo under center. Puts his man in motion. Fumbles a football, but manages to regain it. Picks it up and decides to run it himself. He'll be close to a first down. Great job by Manzo just to, to, to take a nothing play and try to make something out of it. Right, Realizing the play's broken, get what you can. and it, Good positive yards, got a first down. Great job. First and ten. Ball's at about the uh, 44-yard line of Calaveras. 10.55 and counting in the third. Manzo goes under center. Two backs behind him. He puts his slot in motion, and it's a false start. We had uh, movement prior to the snap. Number five on Calaveras. Ryan McCurdy just a little bit too eager. Rip and Christian has their linebackers stunting, you know, faking blitz up and, you know, to the line of scrimmage in, in multiple gaps and caused just enough confusion to lose concentration and make a mental error. So that'll be a loss of five. It's still first down, so a first and 15 coming up. 10.33 left in counting. Manzo gets the call from Coach Bosa. He comes under center in the offense. Two backs behind him. Puts a man in motion. And now we got a defensive player offsides. Look like big number 75 there. 75 getting a little little, uh, little anxious. And again, the linebacker caused confusion. Just uh, wrong side of the ball. I'm sure he wasn't intending that Carson Bunnell... Uh, Big number 75, a little too eager on that, so we're back where we started. So Calaveras will get that five yards back, and we are back to first and ten. Boy, you look at the Rip and Christian defensive line, and I tell you, I'd hate to have to flip the bill for, for lunch for those guys. There's some sod busters. <laughs> Manzo under center, puts his man in motion. Hands it to him. It's number 19. He's going to go sweeper on the outside. 19 gets a block. Makes a man miss. Cuts back up the middle. Cody Ferrante. What a run. He was just on a mission right there. He had the right edge, took it, cut back up the middle, made a spin move, made another man miss, and he'll get the first down and more. Looks like we have a ripping Christian player limping off the field. Dalton Reed might have, might have twisted up something a little bit there. But yeah, Cody Ferrante, he was running man-possessed. They had three or four guys touch him, and he uh, he wasn't going down. That'll give Calaveras a first down and 10 at the Ripping Christian side of the ball. They're at a Ripping Christian's 39-yard line. 
And they are looking to try to go make something happen on this drive. Manzo under center. Puts a man in motion. Uh-oh. Fumbles the snap. He picks it back up. Runs back up the middle. And he's finally brought down. Well, he's not brought down, but the whistle's finally blown. Uh, he might have got a couple yards. Once again, it's it just a bot snap that he tried to turn something positive out of. Yeah, got a, got a yard out of it, and certainly we need to tighten up the, the exchange there. Not sure if he's leaving early or if, or if uh, number 75 is wearing on the line a little bit, but there's some, certainly some mental mistakes coming out at the sec- starting the second half here. So 8.35 left in the third quarter. First possession for Calaveras here in the second half. They're on the Ripon Christian 38-yard line, and it's second and nine. Manzo under center with two backs behind him. Puts his man in motion. Hands off to one of the backs, and it's a fumble. It's a fumble, and it's picked up by Ripon Christian. It's picked up by number four. He's going to take off to the right-hand side of the field, and no one's going to catch him. Amos Caddy was there at the right place at the right time, picked it up, and, and kept kept trucking down the field looks like we have another hurt player number 77 on ripping uh being helped off the field a little hitch in his get along a 60 yard scoop and score by the ripping christian knights the calaveras running back came through the line of scrimmage it did not look like he was hit in any way he may he may have got a couple hands in there sometimes when you get through that line guys are stripping at the ball but regardless, the ball came loose. The ripping Christian defender, number four, picked it up at his own 40, and he scampered 60 yards untouched for a ripping Christian touchdown. It's 41 to nothing, and they're looking at the extra point. And that extra point is up and good. And so with 7.59 left in the third quarter, ripping Christian has a 42-0 to zero lead. Uh, lead, excuse me, 42-0 to zero lead. And, and once again, right when Calavera seems to get something going, a huge play happens on the ripping Christian side of the ball. Yeah, clearly there's some ball handling issues going on right now. You can't blame it on the rain. You can't blame it on the humidity. Uh, you can't blame it on injury. Uh, right now it looks like there's a little bit of loss of concentration, either trying too hard or, or worried about what you're doing next. But the, the, the ball discipline and the and taking care of that is it needs to be first and foremost. Far, far excuse me, far too many turnovers between you know interceptions and fumbles. Um, not not a not a way to win a game. Just some some momentum killers and and you know the game of football is definitely an emotional game and and you ride high on a lot of momentum and big plays like that after some successful offensive Calaveras plays. Just momentum killers. Yeah, we need a little bit more consistency. They were moving the ball pretty well. They had some pretty good runs and pretty good, you know, chunks of yards. So Rippy Christian lined up to kick it. They kick it deep. Calaveras picks it up and goes down immediately at about the 22-yard line where first and 10, they'll start their next drive off there with 7.57 left in the third quarter. Yeah, again, looks like the... Calaveras bobbled the ball a little bit and, you know, loss of concentration and, and just need to do first things first and then move on. And, you know, some 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 way, somehow, they're going to have to reset and get short memory and, and move forward. Yeah, you got to keep playing. There's, there's still time on the clock, so you just got to keep playing. You got to execute. 
So first and 10, ball at their own 22-yard line. Calaveras will have the ball again. Manzo goes under center with two backs behind him. He hands off to one. Nope, he fakes the handoff. He takes off himself. Not a bad play there. Picks up a few yards. Second down coming up. Manzo calls his own number. A good, strong run by the quarterback. I mean, he put his shoulder down and put that defender on his back. He took on two or three defenders and, you know, didn't shy away from it. So good job. Way to see that you're, you're still showing emotion, still showing the team that you're leading, still showing the team that you're, you know, you're there to get it done just as much as they are and, and put yourself in, you know, bad ways also. You bet. Second and ten. Calaveras approaches the line of scrimmage. Manzo once again under center. Hands off to one of his backs. Breaks a tackle. Breaks another tackle and a hard, hard lumbering run by number 33. 33, Cody Paulson. Cody Paulson, 33, with a lumbering hard run. Dropped his shoulder and subsequently dropped the defender. Uh... That was a one of the, the strongest run I've seen by either team both all night long. He picked up about six yards to give Calaveras a nice short and third and manageable third and two here with 6.45 left in the third quarter. Manzo under center. There looked like there was some confusion there. He picks it up, takes it off himself, and uh, once again a bot snapped. It looked like maybe uh, an offensive player left a little early. There was some mistiming with the snap once again. Manzo had to get to, to pick the ball up off the ground to prevent the fumble, and then he just tried to get what he could get. Yeah, they certainly have the gremlins on the ball tonight. It's one of those things where once you start, it gets in your head, and you, you start thinking about not fumbling, and next thing you know, you're fumbling instead of just playing like you have been playing or, or practicing all year long. So hopefully they can you know shake that off and, and move on from that. Certainly got to get cleaned up. So ball at their own 32-yard line, 31-yard line. And it's about fourth and two. Calaveras is going to go for it. Let's see if they run a play. They do. And yes, they'll have a first down. The uh, initial point of attack looked like they may have stopped him, but a great second effort by that running back. He spun off the tackle. That second effort will give Calaveras a first down. Yeah, that's Cody Ferrante again. He had a nice little spin move on contact, and, and that little spin move gave him, again, enough momentum to, to dive forward for the first. Uh, Cody and uh, Polson are running the ball pretty well right now. They're, they're looking to prove a point. So first and ten, ball at the Calaveras 35-yard line. There's 5.33 left in the third quarter. Manzo under center. He's got one back behind him. He puts another in motion. Hands off to the motion back, and there's a whistle. Might be a false start. Yeah, they, they stopped the play before it really got going. And it does look like we got some sort of a false start on the offense. Looks like the left tackle might have got a little bit anxious. Ball continues, excuse me, clock continues to run. 520 and counting left in the third. Ripping Christian is up 42 to 0 over Calaveras. Calaveras has the ball on their own 30 yard line and have a first and 15 coming up. Manzo under center. Puts a man in motion. And again, well again, we got another a flag, another, another illegal motion. So the offense is uh, struggling with snaps, struggling to, to not jump, and uh, having, having some issues here in the third. 
It's deja vu all over again. We've got some momentum going, some mental errors on top of mental errors, and now we're, you know, Calaveras is dug in a little bit of a hole with, you know, it was at first and 20. Um, if it's not hard enough playing against a high-caliber team like this, you know, you're making it a little bit harder on yourself. So ball moves back to the 25-yard line, and like Greg said, it is first and 20. Manzo under center. He pitches it to the back and tries to sweep left. And what a play by the ripping Christian defender, the big 6'9 tight end, number 16. He was playing defensive end. He was not fooled by that sweep play. Yeah, we had a blocker on there with those number 16 with those long arms about the wingspan of a California condor was able to <laughs> keep him at bay and keep that defender, or excuse me, the offender from getting in there and, and, and getting tight and getting a good block. And you know, was absolutely able to reach out and, and get a piece of that jersey was just enough. Yeah, he fought the block off, made the play. Clock is ticking to four minutes left here in the third quarter. Calaveras at the 23-yard line of their own 23-yard line, and they've got a second and very long 20-plus yards. Manzo and shotgun. He hands off to a sweeper, number nine, who's got some room around the right side. And the ripping Christian, I believe, number nine, steps up. It makes a nice tackle on that sweep play. Adrian, Num- number two as well. Adrian Urbina for uh, Calaveras made a pretty good run out there. Got some good positive ro- yardage. And Preston, Preston Z, good job out there on the edge being disciplined. You bet. So three minutes and 16 seconds left in the third quarter. Clock is still ticking. It's third and about 17 for Calaveras. They've got slot receivers to the left side. Manzo goes back to pass. He's looking to his left, and he's going to be sacked. He ran out of time at his own 15-yard line before the ripping Christian defense dumped him there. It's going to be fourth down and 249 left in the counting in the third. It's hard to tell which uh, ripping Christian got there. Um, the pocket was there at first, but it, when it collapsed, it, you know, typically they'll they'll kind of slowly collapse. That collapsed in a moment. And just just held the ball on too long, and when you throw interceptions and you're you're down like that, you you might be prone to you know second guessing yourself. And and when seconds and half seconds count, you can't do that. So fourth and forever, and Calaveras lines up in pump formation. Oh. The snap is bad and over the head of Manzo. He's in the end zone with it. He throws it. And it's incomplete. That's so. Uh, what a, a sequence of events here. We have two twelve left in the third. Ripping Christians up forty-two to zero. It was fourth and long, and Calaveras the snap for the punter went over his head, practically out of the end zone. Manzo saved it. Tried throwing it down the field. It ended up incomplete. And now we're going to have first down ripping Christian going the other way, and they're going to have the ball inside the Calaveras 20 yard line. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that classifies as a wow. So ripping Christian, number seven, their quarterback, he's in shotgun. He puts his number four in motion, and he hands the four who's sweeping to a left. Nothing going there. Big 71, or is that 77? 77. That's Porath out there again on Big the edge. Big Ethan Porath on the edge said, not up in here, not this way, and he makes a stop immediately. 155 left in the third. 
It's about a loss of four yards, second and 14. Ripping Christian approaches the line of scrimmage. Quarterback is under center with two backs behind him. Puts the back in motion. He hands to the back, number nine, who runs off tackle left. He's got some room. And he's going to have a first down for Ripping Christian. Uh, I believe he is pushed out of bounds after that, but he, not before he gets inside the Calaveras 10-yard line. And Preston Z, impressive run on the off the left side there. Again, not uh, being conservative, but uh, still moving the ball effectively. So oh. it looks like there's a penalty that's going to be against Ripping Christian, so that will actually bring that positive play back. Fortuitous for Calaveras is that was a big run, and so they will be bringing that play back. Usually when they have the edge like that, you're going to have some sort of holding on the edge. Yeah, somebody got their hands outside on the shoulder, and, and, and maybe the jersey came away from the body a little bit, and ref saw it. So you're going to have here a second and long, 46 seconds left in the third and counting. Ball is uh, right about the 25-yard line of Calaveras. Ripping Christian quarterback under center. He puts a man in motion, hands to that motion man, number four. Sweeps around the left-hand side, makes one guy miss. And it's the second and third guy that makes the tackle for Calaveras. Third down coming up for Ripping Christian. Number four, Amos Caddy from uh, Ripping Christian, sophomore. Uh, showing some good uh, vertical movement on that, making a Calaveras miss right there at the uh, point of attack, getting those extra yards. Almost got all the uh, penalty back. It's like he came to a complete stop and then and then kind of continued running after that. Right. His his, uh, his zero to sixty and stopping power is a uh, pretty impressive for a sophomore at five eleven one sixty. What? Oh. So yeah, it looks it looks like there was four seconds and it was moved. Somebody stopped the clock. That's the uh, running clock, and it's yeah. So folks, what we're looking at here now is the third quarter has ended. The score is forty-two to zero, Ripping Christian. The fourth quarter will begin here momentarily. There's twelve minutes left in the fourth quarter, but now because they're up by more than thirty-five going into that last quarter. Rules have it. It will be a running clock. So even if, unless there's a timeout, a timeout will stop the clock. But even if it's out of bounds or it's in between plays, that clock's going to keep moving, Greg. Right. So Calaveras is in a perfect position at 42-0 to zero with 12 minutes left on the clock to make one of the most impressive comebacks of all time. <laughs> that would definitely be it. The, one, the eternal optimist. One, one of the hardest things as a coach I remember when, when you're dealing with running clocks if you're trying to get different guys' experience, you're trying to get different guys in different positions and get, and get playing time for players, but next thing you know, you look up, and, man, the clock's still going, and I'm right. trying to get guys in. And so it becomes kind of a logistical kind of a nightmare for them. But let's see what happens here. So Ripping Christian has the ball. It's third and ten. They have it at the Calaveras 20-yard line. Number seven is in shotgun. He hands off to number nine up the middle, and he stopped immediately. Number 76. Uh, number five, Ryan McCurdy came in and took on uh, big number 58 from uh, Rip and Christian. Put a 
pretty good shot on him. Carlos Trujillos looks like he's hobbling around a little bit. I hope he's okay. Who's 76 from Calaveras? 76 from Calaveras. Jacob Ratto. So Ratto had a good tackle there and stops them. And now on fourth and ten, Ripon Christian will bring out their field goal team. And again, being ahead by so much, it affords you the opportunity to take, you know, maybe a shot you wouldn't typically take and get some extra practice. It's up, and no good. Had the leg. No he, good. He could have been, if it was straight, that would have been good from another 15 yards back, but just, just a hair to the left. And you yeah, the, the ball was, what, at the uh, 20, 19-yard line, so about a 38-yard 38 38-yard 38 field goal, which is it was a pretty decent length here, especially at the high school level. Yeah, that was impressive. And you bring up a good point about, you know, you're down 42, and, you know, obviously the eternal optimist says you can come back and make it. But the coach is probably going to put people in different positions, like you said, and, and give them some, you know, evaluate game time performance um, and given you know, maybe some of the, the underclassmen, the sophomores, juniors, some, some playing time again. So if there's an injury down the road. So first and 10, Calaveras at the 20 going back the other way. Manzo puts a man in motion, hands to him. He runs sweep, cuts it up the middle, does a spin move, number 11, a nice spin move, and he'll pick up about seven yards. Billy Peterson, he's a. Uh, Shifty coming through the line right there. Nice run. It looked like sweep. Then he cut it back into the middle and uh, picked up seven yards. Good play. Second and three coming up. Um, folks, I told you that the quarter started out at 12 minutes. We're at nine and a half already, and we've had two plays come through. So it happens fast. 9.20 and counting. Second and three for Calaveras. Man in motion is Billy again. They fake to him. They hand off to another running back, uh, Paulson, I believe, right? Yep, Paulson hit immediately uh, when he, as soon as he came to the line. He might have picked up one, so we'll have third and two coming up. Hmm. So, so clearly there was a false start on Calaveras. Um, looks like everybody left except for the center, so there must have been a miscommunication between the, the snap count. Had about five guys jump. Hey, but they got off the ball. They did. On a positive they note, they got off the ball, just not on the right cadence. So third and six coming up for Calaveras. Balls are on their own 23-yard line. Just another example of mental errors. You're tired. You know, you've been... You know, battling out all night, and your mind's getting the better of you. Eight minutes left in the game. Calaveras down 42-0. to zero. Third and six coming up. They hand off to the sweep. He cuts it back up in the middle. Nice little run again. I believe that's Billy again, right? No, 19. 19. That's uh, Ferrante. Yeah, Rip and Christian hasn't deviated from their game plan. They're still sending linebackers almost routinely. Good thing, though, Calaveras is, is on that play, recognized it, and was able to pick it up, thus the, the positive yards. So came up just a little bit short. There will be fourth and two now. And one of the running backs jumps off sides prior to the snap. So oh. fourth and seven coming up. Ripping. Encroachment. They called it the other way. Yep. Well, that was a 4-2 of this call for Calaveras. 
because there was a running back in the backfield that said oops. So first and 10, Calaveras, 7-17 in counting. Balls at the 33-yard line. Manzo under center, two backs behind him. Puts one in motion. Hand off right up the middle. Paulson. Paulson again, the bruising hard running runner. They're still there trying to go. bring him down. So number 20 from uh, Rippin Christian, Trevor Vander Eldern. Looks like he's going to get an unsportsmanlike conduct. Personal face mask. Yeah, I couldn't tell which Calaveras player he had by the face mask, but he winged him around. About 720 and let him go and uh, did it right in front of the ref. So there's there's some certainly some of that frustration coming out. And Well, another hard run by Paulson nonetheless right up the middle. He's a bruising back. It's hard to bring down. Um, and we're going down on six minutes left here before the game ends. Six minutes. Yeah, Cody Paulson's a sophomore, 5'10", 205. So we're going to be watching him play for a couple years. First down, they hand off again towards the right side, number 19. He picks up one, maybe two. Six minutes left, second down coming up. It'll be second and ten. You know, we just saw that last play where Calaveras got winged by his face mask, but then we see Rippin Christian, number 15, that John Miller, Josh Miller, pick up the Calaveras running back. So, you know, things get heated and they over they overboil a little bit, but, you know, they're still showing good sportsmanship and, you know, again, young men learning their, learning their, their, the edge of their envelope and trying to keep it under control. Five and a half minutes left, second and ten. Man's own shotgun for Calaveras' offense. He puts a nine in motion, and he hands the nine, who runs off to his left side, stops, cuts back up the middle, and a good tackle by number ten, or number 30, excuse me, number 30 from Rippin' Christian. Ricky Van Uen, Van, Van Un. He came up from the safety spot, saw that he was trying to run sweep. When he, 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 was, he took an inside-out path, and when he tried to run back inside, he made a good tackle. Yeah, Adrian Urbana was running pretty hard on that, got... Got hit. There's a Calaveras player down. I'm not sure which one it is. They will stop the clock for this, for an injury timeout. So 5-11 left in the fourth quarter. Ripping Christian in a commanding lead, 42-0. And it's third down for Calaveras. Looks like it was uh, 57 who's limping off, but he's coming off on his own power. That's David Brookshire. He's been at it all night. A senior playing offense and defense both ways. Like he's being tended to by the, the trainer there on the sideline, Josie's. His whole family has come up through this program. I feel like we've coached every Brookshire out there. <laughs> every single one. And, <laughs> and they all have hearts that and motors that don't quit. Absolutely. Loved coaching those guys. So third down and uh, about seven, seven or eight. Eight maybe. Manzo and shotgun. He's looking to pass. Rolls to his right. He decides to take off with it and gets stopped from behind. Number 54 from Ripon Christian makes the play. Logan DeJong uh, caught him from behind. When you have a lineman catching a, a, a quarterback from behind, either the quarterback's not running full speed looking to throw or that, that lineman's quick, and I think we got a little bit of both going on in that play. So fourth and ten. 
Ball's at the Ripon Christian uh, 46-yard line. And 4.15 and counting before the game ends. And it's 42-0. to zero. Fourth and ten, Manzo and shotgun. He's got trips. He wants to pass. He looks away from the trip side, throws it, and it's incomplete. Number nine from Ripon Christian had saw interception in his eyes, and he just dropped it and couldn't come up with it. And it's an incomplete pass on fourth down, so it should be a turnover on downs, and the ball should go over to Ripon Christian. Yeah, there might have been some confusion on that play. I'm not sure if the defensive holding. Okay, so that was going to say there's wow. the the ball was thrown to an area where the run, the receiver was going to. I didn't, I couldn't tell if he got tangled up. Um, looks like he got uh, mugged. And all right, well, this 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 puts Calaveras in business. First down and ten. They went from turning over the ball and incomplete to they get the penalty. It's first and ten. They've got the ball at the uh, 31-yard line of Ripping Christian with three minutes left. Manzo and shotgun. He takes off to his right. He'll keep it. He's got some room. Makes one guy miss. And finally brought down at about the 25-yard line. Looked like he was brought down twice. Yeah, it looks like he's brought a little bit of a couple left feet there tripping over each other. 238 left. It's a good thing he rolled out to his right because that uh, center, uh, number 75, just came in dang near untouched. It might have been a missed blocking assignment on that. Well, his his roll out to the right got him six yards. It's about second and four. Ball's at the Ripping Christian 25-yard line, and there's two minutes and 15 seconds left. He's got trips up trop, Manzo, and shotgun. He goes back to pass. He takes off and runs again. A little bit of room. Close to a first down Very there. close to a first down. Two minutes and counting. I think they're going to mark it just short, so it's going to be third and one with 154 left. Calaveras battling down to the last second here. Good to see. Ball's at the ripping Christian 22. 139 left. Manzo goes under center. Two backs behind him. He puts a man in motion. Hands off to a back who's got a big hole up the middle. Cuts to its right. And it's finally brought down at about the 10-yard line. Looks and that's the big boy. Polson. Polson again. 33 forwards and 33 backwards. He's going straight ahead down to the 10-yard line. Had two guys on him and barely took him down. That's good to see. I'm fighting all the way. One minute left. Calaveras is still huddling. Less than a minute left. Ball's down at the ripping Christian. Uh, just about the 10-and-a-half-yard line is what they need to get in the end zone here, Greg. 49 seconds. Yeah, coach is certainly urging them to get to the ball quickly. Manzel goes under center. Goes back to pass. Looks to his right. He throws. Incomplete. Incomplete. He tried hitting number eight on the quick slant. Vincent Snyder. Just incomplete. The clock is ticking. Remember, folks, incomplete or not, the clock ticks. We're at 25 seconds. Calaveras is still in the huddle. 
This might be the last play of the game unless they get this off. 19 seconds. They're still in the huddle. Call a timeout. This could be the last play here. 11 seconds. Manzo under center. 8 seconds. Man in motion. He goes back to pass. Fakes it. Throws. Oh. And it's incomplete. And that's going to be your ball game. A little bit short. Man was open in the end zone, just a little bit short. Well, what a game, folks. If you were here to watch some offensive football, you were not disappointed. 42 points. The Ripping Christian Knights come in to San Andreas and take the victory, their second victory in a row. They'll go to 2-1. and one. Calaveras Redhawks will fall to 0-3 and, and go back to the drawing board as they prepare for uh, the Ripping uh, Indians, I believe, next week. Um, yeah, yep. Ripping Indians next week on um, March uh, September 8th. So next Friday in Ripping. We'll be back here in uh, three weeks on September 22nd, back here at Frank Meyer Field at Calaveras High School when Galt comes in, and that'll be the last non-conference game for Calaveras. Both teams showing great sportsmanship, shaking hands at the 50-yard line. Thank you very much for all of you who are tuning in. You are listening to KVGC Radio, 96.5 FM, 1340 AM, the voice of the motherload. I've been your host, Gil Valtier, along with Greg Stark. Greg, thank you very much. The pleasure as always. Folks, we'll see you next time. Take care.